Hey, what's going on? My name is Christian Ortiz. This is Peter Perez. And you are on the ropes today with our business, fitness, and relationship channel. Happy Friday. We're in the middle of September. 9-11, unfortunately, is today. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget. 19 years ago, where were you? Peter, go. Shit. I first... You were five. I was five. So, <laughs> realistically... But you, were, you should remember this. I... I think I was at school. I don't really remember it, to be honest with you. I really don't. Um, and I just remember everything after that. So, like, people were talking, my parents were talking about it for weeks on end, my, my aunts and all that other stuff. But I didn't, I, I didn't think too much of it as a young kid. I, I started learning more about it as, um, as I grew older. Uh, it's still, to this day, one of the, they say, I think they called it the, the most cowardice act of, of terrorism on the U.S. or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah. Even then, um, I don't remember where I was at. Where were you? I'll get to me in a second because I have a story for that. Okay. Kevin? Yeah, I was in class, too. Uh, I remember being in, uh, remember oh, when we had portables? So yes. you, oh, so you guys are in the same group. You're five. I was 19 years ago. I'm 26. I was seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was seven. Yeah, I remember being in. Um, so you're in. You're in second grade then. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember being in one of the portables, and the teacher just kind of like, like I I remember like the look on her face, and then we all knew something was wrong, but we didn't know exactly what was wrong. Then when I got home, my parents told me, but I didn't understand it. I was like, I was like, is it gonna be okay? Like, mm-hmm. are we dying? Can yeah, like, is everything okay? But, I mean, as far as that, that's all I can really remember about it. I remember, like, when, like, where I was, but I just don't remember that day. Yeah, I feel like that. Too young to remember that day. September 11th, 2001, I was 18 years old. Uh, I was in my first year of college. I was going to Essex Community College in Baltimore, Maryland, and I was in theater class. I'll never forget it. I was in theater class. It was a 705 I think it was a 7.05 a.m. class or a 7.15 class, something like that, something dumb early. And we, I had to go in there, and me and my buddy Gabe, we were in the same class together. We lived together, too, and we were going to class. And I'll never forget, the, I walked in there, and I look up, and I see our professor, and there are like four or five other students there just looking up at the TV, and their mouths are like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Did you just hear everybody like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like what the fuck is going on? They're like, yo, you, there's a there's a plane that just went to the world, a plane that just went into the World Trade Center. When I walked in there, I hadn't seen the second one yet. The second one hadn't gone in there. Oh yet. shit! So I saw it live. Oh my god! I remember us watching, and they were talking about it, about the act of terror, and they were like, we do believe there are other planes that have been hijacked right now. And you just hear the CNN or whatever. I don't know. At the time, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's another one going in. There it goes. And you can fucking see it go right into the second. Boom. And you're like, holy shit. We're like, oh, my God. And then in Maryland, there's actually like a very small World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. We were worried that they were coming our way because there was that one that was flying by like Pittsburgh South coming mm-hmm. down, to, down. They were coming towards Washington. They were going to Washington, D.C. Yeah. And Washington D.C. is only forty-five minutes from from Baltimore, Maryland. It's yeah. like going from here to uh, it'd be like going from here to Lakeland. Yeah. Okay. That, that's yeah. like the equivalent of of how far Washington to Baltimore is. It's like going here to Lakeland, Lakeland, Florida. 
and uh I remember like it was just burning. They were just talking about it. Like they put the people up on the on the, the, the t- they had uh, they were trying to find the who it was or whatever. And you see the fucking building collapse, bro. When the fucking building collapsed, like I, we were just speeches. And the professor, he was like, "I'm gonna go home to my family right now. Class is done." Then they made the, they made an announcement. They're like, "Everybody get 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 to your families. Go back home." I remember going. I remember going back, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I remember just watching. We were just watching the news like all fucking day, all day, and it was really traumatizing because there were people falling, like jumping off the the building. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know this. I've seen, yeah, yeah I've, I've seen, seen footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I was watching it live, like I saw this shit. Yeah, I only got this all things after the fact. And you know, when you're old enough to like, comprehend. like if you go back on YouTube or or and you watch like a you whole like special it. doc, there's probably documentaries on today, mm-hmm. tonight about it. Man, let me tell you guys, like nine eleven was a was a really it it changed everything for you young people right now. Like it, you you have no clue how much it's changed the security at uh uh at airports. You know, before you used to just be able to just walk into the airport, get your ticket, and go and go right to the right to the like the 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 desk before all right so there was no security line there was no um like security check or anything like that like you just walked right to the fucking terminal swiped your ticket that was it you went in there were there were like knives allowed and shit like that they just you didn't ever think like we're gonna have terrorism when that happened bro like that changed everything oh yeah they they ramped up tsa they, that changed everything. Yeah. So didn't didn't the Pentagon get attacked? Dude? The Pentagon yeah. got the Pentagon got hit. Yep. Yeah. The Pentagon got hit. Uh, there was a um, outside of Pittsburgh. There's another one that landed. Flight United ninety three. Mm. They fought back. They actually fought back. There's a movie that. on that. They fought back. It's a true story. They actually did fight back. They fought these guys. Almost got the plane up. There was a pilot on the plane, an mm-hmm. older guy. Mm-hmm. They said, "If you can get me into the cockpit." I can fly the plane, but it was too late. It was way too late. They could they, they ended up dying. Oh my god. That's okay. Yep, all four. It was it was two in the world trade, yeah. one in the Pentagon, and one that I don't know where it was going. I forget it was going towards the White House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it hit the White House, it was the White House, Pentagon, and the two World Trade Centers. That's what was supposed to happen. And the one in the White House was the one that landed in Pittsburgh. They yeah. they ended up getting overtaken, but you know, for for those of you that are out there, man, like, you know, I can remember that moment in time when the country really did come together. You know, it didn't matter if you were black, white, Hispanic, like that was really traumatizing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it it was really, really tra- traumatizing, like really bad. I, I would almost I, I would almost put it equivalent to what you saw with jo- with George Floyd, like the traumatizing part about it like yeah. it was traumatizing like to watch the country. George Floyd yeah like yeah. it just shook the country the difference is back then right all sports were canceled they had canceled sports for a while and then the New York Mets and the and the Yankees were playing and they came back to play each other yeah um and everybody was united then you know so i don't know that's my 911 story <clears throat> where was your wife at did she ever tell you that story she was in high school she oh, was really? se- it was senior year of her high school. She's a year younger than me, remember? Gotcha. So yeah, she yeah. said she was in class. She remembers that, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was too young to remember that day. That, like, the whole day. Yeah. yeah. That brings us to our, our uh, 
or our next kind of topic, our main one of our main topics is business. Um, and what I wanted to talk about business was how, what 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 our thoughts are on people who start a business who already have money, who have who good already credit, have money, who already have money, who already have credit, um, or verse the people that have shit. Mm. Right. So the people that have shit, they got no money, no credit, no nothing. They just have a dream and an idea. And you start fucking versus going people for who it. have fucking money and can do whatever the fuck they want. Mm. Advantages and disadvantages on both. That's what I'd like to talk about. Yeah, today. yeah. So, so Peter, what do you think are the advantages someone that has a lot of money that wants to just go start a business mm. have over someone who doesn't? So the first thing, there's two things that I would differentiate between the two is uh, one would be resources. The person who has more money has way more resources. Big time agree. Yeah, way more resources. The person who is basically down and out and has nothing has more incentive to do whatever they have to do to be able to uh, achieve their goal. So if their goal is financial freedom, then they have way more incentive. The person who already has money doesn't have much incentive because realistically they already have the money that they could possibly desire. I feel like at that point it's you could say that it's for fun, but that's also me being uh, a little bit biased in regards to uh, that situation and leaning towards the the individuals who start without much money or much of anything. So, uh, uh, yeah, resources and the other person, I would say another word for it would be drive. Like they have more drive to do a specific thing. I, the, the person with less. They okay. have like that's why I wanted to be a little bit more specific and say incentive because that person with money. The person who already has some cash on them, they're not really going to, like, worst comes to worst. Ah, oh, shit. Well, it fell through the gutter. I mean, you know, I still have my money, so. As opposed to the other person, if they lose, they fucking lose. And they lose everything. What I about agree. you? I agree. I mean, for me, particularly, I, I've been on both sides, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I'm not a millionaire by any stretch of the imagination, but I've, I've had money to, to be able to do ki- almost kind of what I want with my business, right? Exactly. If I want a fucking leg press, if I want, you know, whatever, like, I, I, I've, I've earned the right. But I've also had a pot to piss in. I've also had 180 bucks where I've had no money mm-hmm. and I had to spend 100 on flyers and all I have is $80. Like, I've been, I've been through all of them. So looking back at it, the advantage of having income and having the money is if you are a driven person with money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was kind of like differentiating. If you are a person that, yeah. that's dri- that's driven with money, and you have a, like a huge advantage. Advantage. Yeah. I think one time we got into a conversation here about what self-made was. Yeah. No. It, it was the whole. I, it, it was, was the whole. And, uh, it was the whole Kylie Jenner bullshit. I think it was you and Conrad, but it was someone before you and Conrad. It was Conrad. It was no, Conrad. but it was someone before you and Conrad though, because you brought that up to Conrad after you had a conversation with Andrew. No, I think it was someone else. I think it was a girl. We were basically saying, he was basically saying that Forbes came out, Forbes came out and had said that Kylie Jenner was a self-made billionaire. And to what you always teach me, believe it or not, (laughs) you've taught me a lot. You have. And I'm not saying, I didn't say, I didn't say believe it or not. Taught meaning like, you taught me a lot about perspective with, with things. And one of the perspectives that I had was 
what is self-made? It basically comes down to what self-made is to you. Okay, so to other people, self-made could be, for me, it's start from scratch, meaning you're a nobody. You have nothing. No resources. You have no resources. No money. You have no connections. You barely have any money. And you don't have social media accounts that are millions of followers. You have absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. Versus someone who has a shit ton of resources a shit ton of connections, a shit ton of people who already has a business, biz, they have accountants, they have business planners, mm -hmm. they have secretaries, and people, they, they can just hire people just to make a payroll. Yeah. To me, okay, if she already had those resources and had the money and then cr and it created a business, I'd give her that she created the whole business. Business, yeah. But I can't tell you she's self-made because she herself didn't go get every resource. Mm -hmm. She herself didn't go earn every single penny she started off with in her bank account. Okay? And, and that's just my that's just my own version of it. Uh, no, and I totally agree with that. Like, to be honest with you, um, even even growing up or, or just thinking about a few things, um, or uh, this conversation, not conversation, but like these, these thoughts will probably go through my head every every so often. Um, I'll, I'll see someone who's looking to start something. I'm always, I'm happy to see people start something, but I always have a, I always feel like he's chowing down. Yeah. He's that. fucking that thing up. Um, that shit good though. Right. <laughs> so I always had a, uh, sense of it's, it's weird. It's a, it's a double edged sword. It's a sense of contempt and pride. Because, like, my parents gave me everything that I need to obviously, like, survive. And, and, and if I need anything else, like, truly needed it, they would help me. But it wasn't like a, hey, take all this money and go ahead and do what you want. I've never had that. Um, because, I mean, realistically, we've never had, like, so much money where we could just fucking do whatever we want yeah. at any point in time. So, essentially, I had only the people that I knew that uh, when it came to, like, personal training, only the people that I knew. And I knew nothing else. So I just try to build off of that. And that's what I had. You know what I mean? As opposed to seeing people with uh, parents who just gave them the cash to do whatever the fuck they wanted. You know what I mean? Like I said, it was a sense of uh, contempt and pride because I was like, well, I would always have conversations with myself in, in regards to like situations like that because I would be like, well, uh, my parents never gave me anything. So I had to work hard. You know what I mean? And then uh, it would be a sense of contempt where I would be like, well, if I had the same resources as them, I would be in a further place than they are too. You know what I mean? So I was always like that little bit of a uh, a dance uh, or that communication that I would have to myself that was kind of like, damn, like this person has way more at a starting point than I ever have, but I'm happy that I got further and I'm happy that I did it without anybody else because at that point, I really, I feel like I would have gotten lazy. That just Lazier. means, but that means so much more. It do, it really does. And it, I feel bad because people with money, I don't think they'll ever be able to like feel that way. Yeah. yeah. And that that's a, that's a really fucked up part because like it, it takes you out of that like, and I, it, damn, it's, it's tough. Like it, it's just a weird thought to have. Like even, I, I think I spent, spoke about it on like one podcast like after we put in the rent for this place or the deposit or something like that i had to ask my brother to send me a dollar just so i wasn't like in the negatives and shit why didn't you ask me 
I didn't, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Okay. Ask. Yeah, but like, a yeah, I had, to, I had to ask my brother. I was like, "Yo, can you send me a dollar? I just don't want to be negative." I would have gave you a dollar and one cent. That would have been. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got. I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, I, I, I understand what you're talking about. Like, you know, a lot of people say that because you know we obviously have to work for what we want. Yeah, yeah. You know, so obviously it's fucking hot in here. It's very hot. Lower that shit. It's on seventy three. I thought it was God. me. What do you normally put it on? Fifty. Whoa! No, we don't. <laughs> no, it's like seven, seventy. <laughs> seventy, seventy is a good, a good yeah. one for us. Yeah. So we have to work for what we want, and you know, obviously, like you said, if we had the resources they had, we'd be on a whole different level. Exactly. But my question is, would you still think that way, starting with the resources they had? That's because, a t- that's because obviously we. We say that because we know, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're looking from the outside in. We're we're looking from the outside, saying like, "Damn, if I had that, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't be just chilling." Okay, you know, I'm gonna ask you a question too. Good. So, if you meet somebody, right, or you don't even meet somebody, you know somebody, and you've worked hard, and let's say you're earning two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, just throwing a number out there, uh, this person you know or as long as from a outward perspective you don't know what kind of work they put in right but uh their parent owns a big company and that person now gets a a high-end position in that big company earning the same amount of money as you how do you feel towards that person and be honest so they make the same amount of money same amount as same amount of money as you um and they were kind of like oh, kind of handed to them handed to them how do you feel about that were we going for the same position or is just sure that's tough too you know what i mean like because even then like because we don't know because you don't yeah. know how they were raised exactly morally on on their exactly. side like from their parents like what if their parents are are just like us hardworking, made it to the top and told their kids if you want this position you have to work just as hard mm-hmm you know, but then it also we don't have parents that we rarely have. We rarely have parents like that. Anymore. Right. Yeah. You said right. you had one. You said you had your your client, right? One of my clients is like that. He he's fucking crazy with his kids. <laughs> he's ripped like three Xboxes off the, out of the wall and tossed them outside and sledgehammered them. He's God like, damn. Yeah, he he told me that. Yeah. I you mean, know, he doesn't want to be lazy or something, shit, right? He I, said both I, of his both. I don't he ever had two like. Kids? Yeah, I, I don't. He said make, both of his kids balling right now. Three though. kids. Three kids. Balling. Money I don't ever balling, like taking anything away from anybody. Mm. I, you know, I'm not hating on any of those millionaires or billionaires. Mm. You know, she's a fucking billionaire. Great. Like, good for her. You know, all those millionaires that that made it, that that, that made it self-made, and then they, they're able to help other people out or whatever. Like, that's that's good. I'm not hating or I'm not jealous on them. I just have a problem with, the self-made. with you making a statement that you're self-made, like that's a to me that's a that's an insult to people who are really self-made, and that's a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot no, of. I, fucking I don't. I, I I have no problem with someone saying, you know what? I got resources. I got people. I know people. I'm gonna make something for myself, and I'm gonna go ahead and just contact these people just to do it. Yeah. Like, buddy, I don't have an accountant. I had no assistant. I had no website. I had nothing. Luckily, my best friend. Maryland at the time made me a website, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I ran with it, whatever. But what I'm saying is, like, we I, I didn't have any of that, 
Like if I started off my company with a million dollars, like I, I would have been able to hire accountants. I can hire someone with a $80,000 salary. The best people would have came in here. Like I, those, those are just, I can hire the best videographers that make fucking commercials and shit like that. I'm just saying like, I, like you're talking top of the line stuff, like off the bat, instantly making a presence versus when you have $200 in your pocket and you got to make a decision whether you need to make those flyers, make or a eat. flyers or yeah, like it, yeah, it's exactly correct. Like you can't like, you think Kylie's been through that? Oh, not once. You think she's had to really sit there and cry over a decision she's had to fucking make with her business? Like cry, like really like, oh my God. No, but I, no, but one thing. No, her and I'm going to tell you why. Her mom's a hustler though. I'm going to tell you that, why. That's like, so for example, there was a statistic. I forgot what the statistic was in particular. So someone, whoever's watching, fucking fact check me on it. Um, they said 80% oh, eight of you. Yeah. <laughs> they said uh, 80% of uh, millionaires in America right now were self-made. Only 20% had money handed That's down correct. to them. That is a correct stat. Yep. Yeah. Only 20%. You know what I mean? So that means people who are millionaires now fought for that shit. Right. And none of them had it like, uh, none of them had it to the point where they were like just 20%. Of, eight out of 10 people who are millionaires fought to be a fucking millionaire only two out of that 10 was like hey you keep this you know what i mean i mean jeff jeff bezos that motherfucker is he, he was selling books and now he sells everything i really thought that yeah because i remember when i was younger i was like that shit sell books like what the fuck yeah, why would i want to buy books a kindle yeah i'm like gross you know what i mean fucking bro what, what are you about to say though you were talking about um i mean look I can't speak for them. They're not here to talk about why they feel they're self-made. They probably have a they probably have a good reason why they feel that way, and they could probably talk all they want. The thing is, I fucking know. If I had a mom or a dad, okay, or I had a whole family full of millionaires and billionaires, and I want to go on a business adventure and I want to do it for myself, right? I already have social media because my sister or her husband or whatever is famous i already have millions of followers let's say i'm just that i am i am a nobody but because i'm a family member of a of famous family else she has millions of followers all she has millions all she has to do is say hey i'm selling this product and look like this done yeah you know what i'm saying yeah when you have zero followers and you, make you come it. from nothing. Yeah. Like you don't like that's not self-made. I'm gonna look up the self-made definition right now, just so we can kind of clear that out. I you disagree with no, me. no, 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 no. I feel like her her probably her definition of self-made would be like sh it was she created the it, business. It was her. It was her idea. It was her, uh, yeah. It was her face that made and it. And I'll give everything. her that. I I think that's why sh they are calling it that. They're like, I didn't ask my mom for money. I. You know, my social media blew up. They came to me with the idea. Yeah. I, you know, built the brand and blah, 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 blah. And, I'm, I, and I'm not taking that away I'm from her. I'm assuming yeah. that's what why she, why she probably... But I'm they sorry. That. If, but no, 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 I'm absolutely. Sorry. If you don't have no... Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, there's a huge difference between having connections oh, yeah. and not having connections. Yeah. She had a, a huge boost. difference versus yeah. having some money 
first zero money. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that she's. I don't think that she's self-made. I think she capitalized. She understood. There you go. Yeah, she understood what she had, and she was like, "I'm just going to build something." Which is off of which it. is great. That, that is that's smart. Good. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That's Genius. good. Uh, that's character. That's very good. Yeah. And as a business person, you need that. Mm-hmm. So she probably already had that in her from her mom. Right. But she's not self-made. Right. I yeah. mean, well, yeah, that's just perspective. You know, yeah. you can look at a blank wall and. You know, one person could see just a wall. Another person could see a, a mural. Canvas. Yeah, you know, so a canvas, she yep. s- she saw what she had around her, and she saw how easy how easy she can get brands on her side, and she was like, "I'm about to make more money." Apparently, now that she's sh- the richest one. Yeah, apparently that show was going to be canceled next next year. <laughs> Someone said the Earth is healing. I've never watched one episode. <laughs> I haven't either. Uh, I've only seen clips. All yeah. right, business business money versus uh, money versus nothing. There you Thanks go. God. I mean, you kind of heard um, what we had to talk about there. Fitness. Uh, I want to talk about what it actually does non physically to you. That's right. You heard it, folks. Mm-hmm. What fitness and working out can do non physically to you. Not about the muscles, the abs, whatever it is. Non physically. The sick glutes. So let's talk about we're gonna all I mean, we're gonna all go around and, and what do you think? What's the high you get from fitness? Has nothing to do with like your must your muscular build. Peter, go. He's on the ropes. <laughs> the main thing that I get out of fitness is like it's I always need something to do, no matter what it is. And I actually get more upset not having something to do than I am being busy. So it gives you something to do. It gives me, it always gives me something to that do. That is not, an, that's an, I didn't see it's, that coming. It's different, yeah. So like, for example, one of the main reasons that I work out, uh, aside from the powerlifting, if I don't have something to do, I become more upset. Okay. Always. Uh, uh, bro, ask Ask Kaylee. Watch Cobra Kai. Ask Kaylee. Please. <laughs> Ask Kaylee. If I don't have something to do, I'm at my happiest when I have a good portion of things to do, but I could spread it out and like get a lot of it done. Okay. I'm the most so, upset so, when so I ment- have nothing to so do. Me- so for you personally, as Peter Purez, mentally, it gives you like, I have something to a do. A sense of accomplishment. I got it. I, I got I, it. I always good. like okay. having something there. To be able to do it, and like I get that sense of satisfaction from completing that thing. I mean, obviously, you could say confidence. Uh, everyone gets a sense of confidence when it comes to working out. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, but I feel like that is, it, it for me, it's surface level. Um, fitness started becoming more of my thing. And a lot of people say therapy. I really don't even see it as therapy because, like, when you say, like, get mad and stuff, I can't work out mad. I could never work out, Matt. It you, is you never will when me. we're gonna be and you you have your deadlifting competition. I'm telling you right now, I will get you fucking pissed. I'm gonna know exactly what to say. I'm gonna talk shit on anime and then I'm gonna slap the fuck out of you. <laughs> and you're gonna dead you're gonna deadlift. I'm gonna tell you how horrible but, fries are. I'm gonna talk shit on your worst anime and I'm gonna slap the fuck out of you and call you a pussy and you're gonna live seven hundred. That, yeah, that probably that'll probably get me going. <laughs> I told uh, you <laughs> that'll probably get me going. But um, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Tell him one piece is trash. <laughs> He's gonna like, nah, bro. Uh, but I mean, bro, that's one it. piece, Hunter X Hunter. The fuck is wrong with you, you fucking idiot? That's gonna be his smelling salt. Thing. Watch Pokemon next bro, time. Oh shit! <laughs> Watch Pokemon. Do that in a smelling salt, bro. I'm like, I'm ladies and gentlemen, this guy's a fucking pussy. Forehead. 
And then my fucking <laughs> forehead. I'm going to start bleeding from Dude, my he's fucking gonna fuck forehead, He's going to lift I... like 8, 10 that day. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up the whole fucking building. Like, move. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, that uh, the confidence thing is like, it's surface level. I, everyone oh, gets it. And I like it. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, it, you know, all that other shit. But um, it, it's it's an objective for me. Like, I always like having something to do. And I just so happen to be good at the powerlifting shit. So I kind of took that in full stride. And I'm capitalizing on That's that good. as best I can. Um, Kevin, for me, it will definitely be just like applying that discipline to other things outside. Very good. Yeah. yeah. No, because when I start, when my fitness journey started, it was su- super on and off. I've canceled memberships multiple times. Just like, I don't need this. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Don't feel I, like it. Yeah. But when I finally got into the an actual routine and actually started working out, seeing results and, you know, disciplining myself, and I'm just like, how the fuck wasn't I doing this earlier? Mm-hmm. And then eventually that led into it kind of trickling into other other yeah other things that I needed to do and when I applied that to other stuff it was just it was easy man yeah, I, yeah. I I can easily just you know just be like just be like I know it's gonna take time this is gonna happen overnight but I know what I need to do I know how to get it done yeah. kind of thing you know so being able to you know apply that into other aspects of life yeah is for me I love it I gotta give some video content no um <laughs> you had mentioned. Uh, confidence, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to be a little bit more broader on confidence of what fitness can give you non-physical, um, meaning physical, physical appearance. Fitness is deeper than... You got to remember what confidence actually stands for. Confidence in everything in your life. Mm-hmm. Like your job. Mm-hmm. Like when you work out and you're working on yourself, you're working on your heart, you're working on yourself, Right? That your brain appreciates that mm-hmm. mentally, and the mental the mental fitness that you end up getting from that is your self confidence, mm-hmm. and you go into it little you go into work a little bit less stress free, you go into 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 your marriage or your relationships that you might have a little less free, you may come into into a guy's day or you're going into a couple's you know dinner or whatever and you're a little bit more loose. Because you've just been working Relax, out, you've been yeah. working on yourself. You're a little bit more relaxed, right? The one of the one of the worst times is when I had my summer camps and I hadn't been working out, and I had to deal You're with. You talking the kids. about last year? And I would come in, and how'd I look? What I look like? He's like, yeah, I was all down, and I'm just like down. No, sure. like self confidence in fitness to me, other than being healthy internally, is the most important part. This just my this my own my own opinion. It gives me like when I run. When I'm done, when I'm done working out with the guys in the morning, I'm like, I feel good. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm going to the beach this weekend. I'm going to be with my wife. Like, I feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So self confidence. Make sure you have it. I know you said nothing physical, but that pump though. Oh my god, chasing the pump. Yeah. Even though you said nothing muscular. Well, you know what, I, yeah, bye. I just can't. I just like. You know the fucked up part about it is, like, I I haven't had a decent pump from like working out in a while. Hmm. Because the powerlifting shit, everything's too heavy. Got you it. don't be, you don't get the pump. Yeah, you don't get the pump like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, because those aren't p- those aren't the fibers you're working. Yeah, bro. If you get the pump for more more come, repetition. Come work out with stuff, us in the right? morning. We'll fucking pump you bro, up. Bro, I'll die. I already know I'll die. I'll, I'll play Joe out. Budden. I'll pass out. Um, other than that, too, with with fitness, non-related. Good, hmm? Amazing. Good. Stress, Thank you. I mean, stress, guys. 
Yeah, stress reliever. It released oh, stress. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. number one stress reliever. One of, one of the number one killers in the world is fucking stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, come on. You, you fitness, I think, is the most overlooked thing. I think out there, I really, I really do. Like, I think parents right now, we're, we we have a really big. This is something you should clip here for parents. Got it. We have a really big pandemic right now. Hold a on, lot I'll, of kids. I'm gonna go use the bathroom. You guys keep recording. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. A lot of kids do not like fitness. They don't. They do not like physical activity anymore. And these parents, like they, Leave they're them fine with that. Yeah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. They, re- I mean, Peter. They really are fine. I'll get kids in my PE class. Nah, I don't want to do that today. Mm, I'll talk well, to the parent. Hey, you know what? This kid didn't want to participate. Well, you don't like it. Don't let him do it. Okay, that's how you want him to be in life. There's going to be things that he's gonna he's gonna not have to do that he's gonna have to do and pay a price for it. Mm-hmm. And I want to see him get away with it later on. He's not going to, especially when it comes to his job, especially when it comes to him making money. Yeah, that shit is gonna go out the fucking window. He's gonna look stupid. It's a big problem. Yeah, I don't feel like doing huge, it. Huge, yeah, huge problem can, that I'm having right now with kids. Yeah, you can go ahead and feel like not doing it, and I'm gonna not feel like paying you. Do you feel kids should be spanked, yes or no? Hell yeah. I think it shouldn't even be a question. It shouldn't be a question because people see it now as a sense of abuse. That's stupid. I, I have a lot I have I know people that don't spank their kids and and they're like, well, you, you've never had a kid. I said, no, They're, I don't have a kid. But let me tell you something. I can tell you flat out, this kid takes an ass whooping and this kid don't. Yeah. Because when their parents totally show agree. up, you see the respect. Yeah. That yeah. kid that gets an ass whooping, yes, sir, no, sir, right to their mom or dad. Yeah. The other ones, they don't give a fuck. They're just running around like crazy chickens, oh, raising no, I'm hell. I'm telling you. I'm, I already know I will. Are you smacking your kid? Hell yeah. No shame. Hair, no and shame. A, hair and everything. Hair and everything. I dare, like, if he's acting up in, like, class or some shit. What if someone talks to you, you know, you don't spank your kid? Eat what a dick. <laughs> there you go. Eat a dick. How about, what is, how does, how does, uh, I was going to say Kaden, but you got this way too far. Yeah. But if she were to be a parent, you think she'd hit a kid? Probably. Hell yeah. I think she would. Yeah. Uh, I can ask her afterwards. She's, a, but she's, get, she's an athlete, so, you yeah, know. I dare, I, bro, my kid like, talking to me, I'll be like, what? What? And I'll. Thing, would right you be here. like this? Would you, would you say play on? Yeah, I'd be like, what? What'd you say? I'd miss what you said. Uh, start yelling at me. Bam! Right there. Bam. That was my mom. Do that one more time. She said, what was that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Bang, what? <laughs> I'd like this. Yeah, you can't. You just. <laughs> you're holding that. Yeah. Trying to be you're a trying man. To get me. <laughs> trying to be a fucking man. You're a little pussy. You over here clenching your fist and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember when I used to get in trouble. And my, my grandma never hit me. Well, there's probably a few times. I don't really remember. But uh, I used to run into the corner of her room, and I just start screaming for my mom and dad. You're funny, bro. Bro. But <laughs> my dad, man. Some tacos ran through him. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but man, my mom, my dad, man. It's a huge pandemic. Yeah, Listen. it did. Bro, right out, I remember this one time in particular, me and, me and my brother were talking, and my mom came right in. She was like, huh? Right after that, bro. She said, what'd you say? Yeah, right after that. Got my ass. All right. That's our our fitness topic, our business topic, which brings us to relationship slash marriage. And today we are going to be... I know. Today we're going to be talking about intimacy. Mm -hmm. Wow. The importance of intimacy in a relationship and marriage. And I'm not talking about like what... what, Like intimacy could not... Could be a couple of things. Mm Mm-hmm. It could be sex, S-E-C-K-S, sex. Is it all capitalized? 
Yes. Okay. With the space in between each letter. It could be sex, touching. S-E-C-K-S. Flirting. Flirting, yeah, that's you know, a good one. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there the intimacy is 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 your your intimate selves, your 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 you know how important that is in a marriage with or without kids. You know, I, I there's there's couples out there that go through a pregnancy and it, you know a lot a lot of that gets lost in the mix. So, Peter, how important is intimacy <laughs> in a relationship? That's one of the main things. If that goes in a relationship, completely goes, you can almost count on that it, that relationship to end. I uh, I wouldn't say it to end. I said I, you can almost count on it. I, you can I, almost count on it. I would say that at that point it is dead and it needs to get refired. Yeah, I okay, see, yeah, I, I agree with that. I guess that. that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I agree with that because I've seen or I shit, I've been in one that it was it was like that and it just started it just dwindled so i think that if you're if you are not having sex or intimacy it was yeah it was but just at least at least if general. you if you're flirting mm-hmm. if you're there's gotta be something yeah there has to be something that flame stop it's gotta give gotta, gotta go man you gotta yeah you gotta keep uh fanning the flame you can't just fucking do whatever like just get comfortable and not appreciate each other because i mean at the end of the day appreciation goes a long way correct that's i mean a lot of the time that's generally what it is like you aren't appreciating what the other individual is doing for you so guess what's gonna happen they're gonna start taking away things from you to spite you i had when i you know when when me and my wife were going through some serious issues in our marriage i had looked up a lot of stuff, read a lot of things, and every book had said, if your intimacy is gone or there's a problem with it, like, you guys have a serious problem. And you'd be surprised, like, probably how many relationships go through that go through that, pro- that same problem. This thing's about to fall here. I'll just take it off, bro. I got it. We're good. Do like me. Um, and and, and it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's crazy to think that every relationship will go through that. And I feel like they, I feel like they have to go through that only because most of the time when when they're in a situation where they're not having any intimacy whatsoever, and I'm not talking about just sex, I'm talking about flirting, sex, the look, the touching, you know, hugging, just the kissing, hugging, all that shit. anything like all of that. If all of that is gone and out the window, you have a serious, serious fucking problem. Yeah. And I can promise you that man is fucking furious. Oh yeah, bro. I guarantee, uh, 1 guarantee it. Guarantee it. And if you're a female out there, because we we've said it on here before, you could you could only block it so much. I bet you're being a fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. It's no, just it's yeah, what it like because I mean it's the, it, it is in a sense it is the truth because that man is probably sitting there. You know, ain't no sex being had. He's chances are is one of two things. He's either Cheating, potentially, well, one of three things. Not doing a thing, right? Just sitting there and taking it. And depressed. And yeah, you're right. One of, one of three things. One I, of I three will things. I will 100% yeah. agree with you. Cheating or blowing loads in your bathroom toilet and or fucking shower drain. One of the three. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen. Hey. <laughs> they're, they're either, you're right. They're either sitting there doing nothing, trying to block it mentally 
they've probably gotten some satisfaction. Well, that one's like that one's double sided though. They can be sitting there sad as fuck trying to figure it out, or just sitting there sad as fuck and waiting for the relationship to end. If it's That's a guy, double sided. If it's a guy who's really busy and they're occupied. You know, they're, they're like that's their way of doing nothing. They're occupied playing video games, or they're like working out all the time, or they're at work all the fucking time, putting it, putting it off, and they're just putting it off, and they're just yeah, yeah. Or like you said, the the other two, or they're 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 thinking about cheating or or looking or whatever the fuck you know. I mean, I don't know, but and then you have your third option. Uh, <laughs> that was fucking funny though. <laughs> which is probably what most guys are doing. Okay. If we're going to be really honest with you in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that being said, what do you think the women are doing? That's been, that, you know, that's, that's we need to bring one on to be able to to talk about that one. That one's tough. That one's really fucking tough. Yeah. I wouldn't even us, be We're to... like, damn, yo, we haven't gotten laid in a while. Dog. Yeah. Like you start getting fucking pissed. That's a te- bro. That's a fucking terrible situation to be in. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Not getting laid. I already told you. Yes. Listen, yeah. I already told you. I had a guy. And you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. We talked about earlier this morning. I was going through problems with my wife. Okay, and I don't care. I'm not embarrassed to say this, only because every. I don't care who you are. If you've been in a marriage for ten or more years, you've been through this problem. Mm-hmm. I don't give a. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you've been in a marriage ten or more years. Or a relationship period. Ninety-five percent of people have been in a really bad sexual rut. If you've been in a marriage ten or more years, the other five percent, they probably haven't. Okay. Now, that being said, I remember a guy telling me he's like, "Man, there's no fucking way, no way I would go less than you know a week without it." No, I'm like, buddy, you fucking watch. Like, wait till you get to that five, six, seven-year mark. He's like, nah, I won't put up with it. No, I said, okay. Okay, okay, it's going to happen. Nah, me and her, we're Not fine. me. Not, Not me. me, we're fine. Okay. Lo and behold, you know, the last two, three years, they've, they've been having problems. Okay? Now, me and my wife, we're straight. We, we flirt. I mean, we, you know, we, 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 we you know, we've, over, yeah! we've, we've overcome that. <laughs> She's a completely different person with me. I'm a completely different person with her. And we've overcome we've overcome that obstacle. The point I'm trying to make is through the rut, through the rut, it, 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 there's a light at the end of the tunnel. But when you're in it, you don't see nothing. You see no darkness. light, no wall, no nothing. You see absolute darkness. You think that you're like never going to have it again. Like it, it is that bad. It is. I'm not trying to traumatize you both. Because, you know, I don't know, you know, you might end up having two kids, you might have three, you might get blocked. I probably want like two kids. It might, it might, like, like something might, something might happen, you know, you start, you know, we're, we have business adventures together or whatever. I do, I do want three kids. Who knows? I mean, For who real? knows? What know I'm that? saying is that your, your mind might get occupied, like, but life happens. But yeah. I'm telling you, at some point, that will happen. Yeah, I believe that. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's one of those things in relationships. Uh, just like anybody else who, you have the potential in every single relationship that you get into to get your heart broken. Mm-hmm. At the, it doesn't matter who the fuck you are, so you have to understand that from the beginning. The only thing is, people have to be one grateful to be in your position to be able to get through the five year fucking mark in a relationship, and to one even get fucking married. You know what I mean? You have to be grateful that you even got that far. Because what do you think's the difference between marriage and a relationship? We spoke about this, and I don't remember what I said. Hmm. Yeah. 
we we brought this up at one point, but I forgot. People I totally think it's forgot. the same, and it's not. No, yeah. I, I don't. When you get to me, when you get married and you sign that paper, that is your lifetime contract that you are committing to this person, no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. That means when it's at its worst, you are committing to that person. Yep. Right? Right. In a relationship, when it's at its worst, you have a way out. Right. Yes. Yep. You just do. Right. Because in marriage, your way out is divorce and it's money and it's like you're splitting half. Like people think it's that serious. Like, you know, ha- like half of my shit goes to my wife. Yeah. Half, bro. And that's a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And people don't people don't think about shit like that. When you have kids involved, let's say you you blow up, bro. You start becoming a fucking producer. You're making four or five hundred thousand dollars. Your girl girl grows into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you guys, 10, 15, 20 years in the marriage, you're like, she's done. She's done. She got alimony on you, bro. Your Half your shit is gone. Bro, that's what's happening to Dr. Dre. She's t- she going to take my grains. He's gone. Yeah. Did you hear about You didn't hear about that shit? Two, mi- two mil a month. She man. wants $2 million a month. Buddy, I'm telling you, when you get married, it's a whole different. I try to tell people this. It is a whole different ballgame. Bro, okay, I get it. But you have to make it bro, work, bro. $2 yeah. million dollars a month? No, <laughs> no. Get the fuck. She said nine hundred thousand for entertainment. What do you need a million dollars for entertainment for? Because she's used to that. Yeah, that, I that lifestyle. Don't care. But You're not getting nine hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's Dr. Dre's fault. It is that too. I think they had a prenup though. Then she shouldn't get that. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. That too, yeah, because you get them so used to a certain, accustomed to a lifestyle, you can't yeah. take that away from them. Someone did give me a good perspective on it one time. I don't, though. I don't, I, I think that if you, if you, like LeBron James' wife, they met when they were fucking high school. Okay, yeah. yeah. To me, like if you meet, if that girl's with you during all those hard yeah. times, like my wife, yeah, she was, she has been there. Uh-huh. She's been there when I started Fit Kids, when I went back to personal training. Like, yeah, we had our bumps in the road where she hated, like, you know, everything about me going for my business. And I worked my ass off. She did not help me in the business aspect. She helped me for who I am. But, you know, she would deserve that, man. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's been there since she's been there through all those struggles. Now, something ever happened. And then down the line, like, I I, I don't know. I don't even want to say this on on the microphone. But, like, something like for LeBron James' sake, right? He was with his girl. Pre pre Cleveland Cavaliers, mm. they get divorced. She deserves half of that. I agree. I agree to that. My thing is, if like, he meets, I'm sorry, if he no. meets someone else, no, no, you don't get a thing. You don't deserve shit. Yeah, that's what what's the name said. You deserve I think it was nothing. Like two, no, not one fucking penny. Two yeah. things. Two things. Um, for one, I understand that when you, if you, there's no prenup sign or anything like that, y- you deserve something, especially if you've been with someone for a while. But be reasonable. $2 million a month? Fuck no. Um, Steven Jackson. Did I tell you about that? I think you showed me that. Bro, yeah. this his girl, right? He was getting married to this girl. And she was like... Um, and she met him while he was already in the NBA. No, he was out of the NBA. No, he was in it. Oh, he, he was, was in, in it still? It. He was in okay, it. Okay, so he was... He was out in the NBA, right? And I think it was towards his retirement too, right? So he he had retired. Yeah. And they were going through this marriage. He's setting everything up, paying for all of it, right? She didn't want 
she didn't want to sign the prenup. He's like, look, you're going to have to, like, I want you to sign the prenup. And he would ask her every now and again, like, hey, did you sign the prenup? She said, yeah, I'll get to Yo, it. Yo, dude again. spent like 800 grand on the fucking wedding. By himself. For everybody, too. Yeah, so like, he's, she's like, he's like, did you sign it? Did you sign it? She's like, no, I haven't signed it yet, but I will, I will, I will. And she chooses this this specific pastor, right, who does not believe in divorce by any means or prenups. So everything is shared, right? So he asked, like, the day of the wedding, like, hey, did she did she sign it? And they were like, no. Stephen Marbury's like, what the fuck? No, bro? He, he's, the whole time he's like, hey, like, hey, we're three months out. Here's a prenup. Yeah. Make sure you sign it. Like, he was just like, hey, he was make cool sure you about sign it. that. We have to send this in. Make sure you sign it before the wedding. Make sure you sign it. Make sure you sign it. She wasn't doing it, doing it. All of a sudden, the day of the wedding comes around, and he's like, Hey, yo, like, did she sign hey, it? Just make sure, like, this is we have all our paperwork because we got to turn this in to the to the court. Like, once they sign that other piece of paper, it's over, bro. You're done. They're like, no, she didn't sign it. Flip right dog. before, right before he's like, are you fucking kidding me? So he goes in the back, and he's like, yo, you got like you never signed this. She crying. I'm dog. not. He's like, I'm crying. not. I'm not. I'm not. we I'm not going out there until you sign this shit. She's like, no, pastor, pastor, what's his name? Yeah, pastor, what's his name? Says we shouldn't be doing this because blah, blah, blah. And he's like, here, listen, I got went, all this. I went to all my practices myself. I got drafted myself. I did all of this myself. What we build together is yours and mine. Yeah. He's like, that's mine. You're not taking that away from me. Bro, she crying, dog. Fucking left his ass, bro. They they broke up. Good. Yeah. He, Good. He, he left. He Good. was like, I'm not dealing with this shit. He's right. But he is right. And he right. said, he but said a lot, after of, that, a lot of women out there don't they they go into it thinking like, no, they oh, deserve no, this. Is, this they is don't. ours now. This is ours yeah, now. Man. That's no, fucked no, no, up, no. man. Bro, all right, all right. There's something I saw a little bit earlier and it kind of pissed me. It, not pissed me off, but it annoyed me. Uh this girl that she asked me to like for training at one point, right? But uh, she said, like, oh, yeah, when, when I go back to work and shit like that, I'm going to hit you up for training. So we still follow each other on Instagram. She was talking today, literally today, three, four hours ago about, like, she's not in a relationship. She has three kids, not in a relationship. But she was like, if you're not talking to me about putting a ring on my finger or buying me, buying me, buying me, not, you know, like, we're getting married, buying me. A house or my dream wedding, then I don't want to talk. All I heard in that was my, 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 and me, me, me. I don't know any grown man that would want to be with her. You'd be surprised, bro. You'd be surprised. I wouldn't, bro. Me personally, once I would see that, if I were to be any bit of interested in this girl, if I were to see that, I'd be like, I'm no longer interested. Yeah, right. You just pissed me off. That's annoying. That's what you should you should have comment put my 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 me me me. Are you singing? Yeah, like that shit is ridiculous. And then you expect that's the thing you're expecting something without giving shit. You know what I mean? But I hear a lot of girls saying that they're like, I want my dream wedding. You can have your dream wedding once you give something for it. I was like, I want a house too. (laughs) You know, listen, this is this is a different day and age. I don't I don't know what to tell you, but. I will be honest with both of you guys. When you guys get married, don't have a huge fucking wedding. I've it's been not, told that it is not worth it, guys. I've been told. I'm that. telling you, and you're talking a lot off of, of money. I'm telling you off of experience here. 
I worked at a place that held wedding venues back in Pennsylvania. It was huge, called Blue Grill House Wine Bar Candlelight Inn. And I saw the biggest weddings, 300 plus people, and the smallest weddings. And I'm telling you, the smaller the wedding, they the had more the fun. best. They had the best fucking time. The best time. The brides had the best fucking time. They were. They'd be out there, and the family dancing. be out there dancing, having a good time. They're in the same outfit. They're drinking. All the people with the two, three hundred, with the formal all bullshit. Bride and groom's going around every fucking table, thanking everybody. By the time they're going all the way, making their fucking rounds around, wedding's over. The wedding's done. <laughs> no. Then there's the bride. I didn't change into my other dress and my outfit. Uh, uh, it's. I saw one one time on the fucking floor crying for about thirty minutes to her dad. That's what she get. Think it through. And I, I heard him say. Sweetheart, I paid $100,000 for this wedding. You need to get back out there. Bro, they had they had ice sculptures. Bro, ice sculptures sculpted out on the fucking table with sh- chilled shrimp yeah. on it. The bottles of wine out there were 250 bucks each a pop. They had like 100 out there. Holy. Who are surfing turf surfing turf filet mignons? Who are these people they're inviting to this wedding? They got like a fucking like a band that was like de- really good out there. They they rented out not just the candlelight in part. They also rented out the fucking restaurant. No, I'm good. Hmm? The whole restaurant wow. rented that out, wow. bro. They had or the hors d'oeuvres were crab stuff, bougainvilliers, fucking shrimp paws. They. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it was the craziest shit I've ever seen. And then, you know what happened? They were going all the way around. She changed into her. Uh, 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 uh. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And then the next wedding we had to set up, cheap wedding, right? We were, Everybody's making fun of these fucking people. Like, ah, they got these fucking chairs. They didn't even care about the menu. It's fucking chicken on the menu. They didn't give a fuck. They were out. All they wanted was a good bar. They are eight. Hey, Fucking dancing and shit. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck. The bride and groom didn't even go around make their fucking rounds. You know why? Everybody's out there dancing. They had great DJ. Listen, all you need is a good DJ and a good bartender. Yes. That's it. That's a great wedding. I'm telling you right now, you get a good DJ and a good a good fucking bartender and make sure the food's decent, bro. And, and just, just invite and, and invite people who truly care about you, bro. Oh, it's it's gonna be a And small it's a wedding. good time. That's what they yeah. did. It was like 50, 50, 60 people out there, 40 people tops. Mm. Those weddings, they're the best, bro. And then we're laughing. Like, we see them all. Like, they're they're in such a good mood. that the And they're sta- even trying to bring you guys out. They're like, yeah, Bro, we on. get, no, we get tipped. Hey, here's 20. Go get me another drink. Here's another 20. They're so happy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Where the other stuck up, the other stuck up <laughs> people. <laughs> Where's the wine? Would you guide me to the wine? And fucking fur coats and shit you're going to hang up. Fucking balance. I'm over there in a fucking bow tie. Yeah. They got some st- stupid ass fucking band up there playing country music and shit. And they, how much you pay for the band? 75000 Damn. They were, oh my God. I'm just like, what? Was that a real band? Like, like a billboard? Oh, 7500 it was. Oh, I was but like, like cool. I mean, um, no, my, I'm just telling you, my advice is, is just, you know, 60 or less. Yeah, that's my advice. Yeah, I mean, you do what you want. I mean, Kaylee, could you you do whatever? I mean, whatever, whatever the fuck they want to, they want two hundred people. You do it. I'm just, telling I ain't you, doing no two hundred people I, because just, I don't know two hundred uh, yeah, people that I, like I'm just me. Telling yeah, you, I'm that. just telling you flat out, like make sure 
30, 40 probably. Yeah. yeah. That, those are the, I'm telling you, bro, those are the best. And I've seen, bro, I've probably seen 100, 150 weddings, maybe more Jesus. than that. And I'm telling you, the ones with less than 60 people, Fun. they are having a great fucking time, bro. Bro, they have that one uncle. If they run out of something, bro, dude's going to fucking Walmart to buy shit and come right real back. Real shit. Bro, I'm telling you, like, it is the best That's fucking time. Shit. I love that uncle. It, it really is. That's I got that. I got you, that uncle. Alcohol. Bro, I got that uncle, yeah. Alcohol, DJ, good music. I mean, uh, good music, alcohol, decent enough food. Yeah. Don't Good. go to a fucking like inn or some shit like that, and they're like charging you as how much it is per person. That's another thing because they charge you per person. So like, you whoever's paying for the wedding has to pay for it. But I will be honest, you get money back because uh, let's say you and you and uh, Kaylee get married. Everybody, if they know what they're the manners are supposed to be doing, are usually supposed to put money in the envelope for you. I didn't know that they're supposed to. Like me and my wife got like twenty five hundred dollars back on our, on our wedding day. You're supposed to get a hundred dollar check, two hundred dollar checks, you know. Um, That'd be nice. You know, like uh, that's that's how it's a, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. So, like for example, like if me and my wife renew renew our vows, um, you're not supposed. It's not supposed to be money. It's supposed to be like memories and some shit like that. But yeah, th- that's what's supposed. I know none of that. <laughs> that's what's supposed to happen. So, like, usually family and friends are supposed to put money. And then you're supposed to take that, and usually that's like a down payment for a house, or oh, or or, or, or that's yeah, cool. yeah. It's supposed to be like a down payment for your house, or a a uh, you do you you spend on your honeymoon, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And we just spent that on our honeymoon because we were already on our honeymoon. You get yeah. what I'm saying? But that's yeah. what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Man. See, I didn't know that. That's, that's, really a, cool. that's a that's a new thing to me. That's and really you just cool. tell them like you can also tell them, hey, no gifts. Just, just bring me cash. Just put cash. Yeah, yeah and there's cash. no there's bring me no, cash. Yeah, cash check because we want to buy a home, and then you'll get a lot of like you'll get generous. Trust me, you'll get some generous people. Five hundred, cash, three hundred dollar cash, I mean, cash, cash. Um. So, anyways, when you, there, look at that, we were talking about intimacy, then we went into like what, what can happen so into a marriage, and then we just yeah. talked about a wedding. Yeah, yeah, look at that. That's wild. Wraps around full circle. I, I love it. Anyways, get married to someone that's going to make you feel. Like, you special can, every like, you day. Can, like you can do everything with them, and at the same time, you can miss them all the time. You gotta have great sex, okay? Don't be boring. Have great sex. It's very important in your marriage. I don't care how old you are, whether you're twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, hell, eighty, okay? Get it on with if your you woman. Get it on. Get it, it up. Is with is you know it's your woman. It's your lifetime partner, right? This For is sure. it. Yeah. Uh, women, that's your lifetime man. Take it, take, you know, that's it. Take care of them. Yeah. Listen, you were on the ropes. Happy 9-11. Unfortunately, uh, prayers go out to all families who lost people back 19 years ago. Um, and keep it alive. We're take out. Care, guys. On Peace. the ropes. Peace. Peace.